Hi, this is Anthony Parent of IRS Medic. And in our last uh, last podcast, we talked about the problems of uh, how words get uh, misused. And uh, the word citizenship-based taxation gets confused with RBT. And, you know, here's the real problem is that people are not united under one cause. And John uh, has created a great, uh, John was a guest on a podcast and he had he created sort of the, the four different subgroups of people all sort of not on the same page. And I think we have an idea that everybody get under one umbrella. So um, there, people are so divided. Um, you know, we all look for our own self-interest and we're not thinking of the entire picture. And that is exactly how the IRS gets away with the nonsense that it does. And, and this is a, a great point. If you're watching this podcast and if you've been a subscriber, can I just tell you something? You know far more, far more about the income tax than anyone in Congress. I don't think there's anyone in Congress who would know more about this than you. And the fact is, is they all get, they, they all take advantage of our splitting and splintering up. So the purpose of this podcast is to get everybody on the same page here. And so uh, I'm going to do a little screen share and show John's article. And Keith Redmond's joining us. Um, Keith, what is going on here? Uh, what, what's your opinion of what's going on in all our divisions and how we can get everyone yeah. together? Yeah, I think it is a bit frustrating because there, I'll do the best I can to explain it. There is confusion in regards to what is the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal needs to be severing U.S. citizenship from tax residency. That's the ultimate goal. However, and I'll just speak generally, we have different organizations that have, I would say, different types of goals, but they're couching it in to the definition or they're couching it into the uh, term residency-based taxation. And then we also have a particular organization who has a very large membership of American retirees who um, have moved outside the United States. And I, I always use France, for example, but it could be any other country that has a generous tax treaty with the U.S. where it makes it, uh, how would you say, attractive for American retirees to retire to that particular country. And, um, you know, we have accidental Americans who, who are, you know, focused and understandably so focused on dealing with their problems with bank accounts, which is important, but it doesn't solve the overall problem. It doesn't get rid of the tumor, if you will. And that's where we are today. And it's fragmented. And we need to bring people into one united principle to fight for. Voila. Uh, absolutely, Keith. And so John, John wrote this, John created these points and you guys, you guys were talking about these four different types. Now, I want to start with the group that is at the top. Those who want to end citizenship taxation. Um, and then we're talking about um, SEAT, uh, SEAT.org uh, is focused on ending U.S. citizenship taxation. That means citizenship is never relevant for the purposes of taxation. We think that is the flag everybody should be carrying. However, there's a few other groups. They don't want to go as far as people sort of want to do their own little thing. And that's kind of, again, how we are so splintered. Because the next group is those who ignore citizenship taxation. And you can kind of do it to a degree. You know, if you're not in the U.S. tax system, you're overseas, 
you don't really need to do too much. Um, John, what would you say about the people who are ignoring citizenship taxation? Well, just that, they ignore it. You know, they, they don't file. Um, you know, and then that's a personal decision. Um, it's also, I think, a personal solution to the problem. There are untold websites who do nothing but advocate noncompliance with U.S. tax laws. Um, and, you know, that may work for them, but it definitely hurts getting a solution to the overall problem, right? I mean, their view is, I don't really care about the problem. I'm not going to invest any of my behavior or time into solving the problem. I don't care about anybody else. I don't care about my children, you know, et cetera. All I'm going to do is ignore this and move on with my life. And, you know, you'll find this stuff all over the place. And again, I'm, I, I understand it. I think it's, uh, it's, it's easily understandable why people behave that way, particularly now when they see the horror stories of being in the U.S. tax system. Yeah. Yeah. But I would say that it is extremely unhelpful in, you know, trying to solve the overall problem, which is to uh, end this U.S. extraterritorial, extraterritorial citizenship tax regime. I think a lot of people are ignoring the tax. You know, if you're ignoring it, do you really want to advocate for the repeal of it? You're kind of raising, uh, you know, you're. No, they certainly raising... don't. They certainly right. So you got. Right. So I mean, that's the problem. Right. And and there you go. Because right. you're ignoring it, you have to go in, into hiding. Yeah, right. and I think, and I think you that can't generally express yourself speaking, anymore. Yeah, I think generally speaking, they're 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 harming the movement to get change. Generally speaking. Well, and I you be there's you, that you adage. Be, yeah, and it, well, here's the thing. It's a it's a it's a it's a, it's a um a pressure relief valve. But for the IRS, not not for us. But, but the non-compliance yeah. allows. Okay, I'll just not do it. But one way to get rid of terrible losses is to force them into to the letter, which the IRS actually can't force a lot of the letters. Well, right? you know, we're quoting presidents today. I think that was an Abraham Lincoln quote. I think so. Right? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. That, well, yeah, I'm gonna have a surprise for Anthony. Are you thing. are you getting ready to announce that you're? Oh, uh, yeah, I might be. Yeah, all right, I'm gonna have to announce it now because even in the firm, <laughs> in the firm, I mentioned it and. Um, I got a lot of blowback from my team members. They were, they were like, you're not going to seriously do that. Then, then if you were like, yeah, you should do that. Um, so I'm definitely going to do it. Well, I, you know, you've been talking <laughs> about presidents all day today, which is unusual for you. And may, and, and may I assume that Keith will be your vice presidential running mate? Keith, I hope so, Keith. <laughs> I hope so. We'll have a lot of fun. We are, yeah. you know, Keith, <laughs> Keith is a pianist. And uh, so and you're the drummer. So we are going to get, yeah. that's, that's going to, we're going to be that power trio talking about uh the truth about abraham lincoln yeah. um, and also the big one the big one uh george washington yeah let uh, me let me i'd like to interject before we move on to the presidents if i may yeah. john so what you're saying i have two points one it, what you're saying is that those american immigrants with an e americans overseas who are just not in the u.s tax system and they're just on you know they're just laying low they're harming the, the 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 fight, if you will, because they're not being part of fighting for it because they just don't want anything to do with it. Is that what you're saying? I wouldn't go so far as to say, and if I said harming, I think I'll, I'll backpedal from that. It's not that they're harming the movement to get rid of CBT. It's that they their support would be very, very valuable in getting rid of CBT, and they are declining to involve themselves in this, which minimizes the extent of the problem. 
of the problem. Okay. The other point I wanted to make is that there is another segment of the American overseas population that probably has no interest in the fight. And these are the short-term American expats who are only overseas for maybe two or three years and will be moving back to the United States. And I bring this up is that because certain organizations will group those people into the overall American emigrant population, whether and and it and it skews it dilutes the, the yeah it dilutes, it, it dilutes the issue right exactly yeah. it oh, excuses the issue as well yeah. and so that particular population is really not a population for us to even focus on because they're just basically a homeland American overseas temporarily. I agree. Do you see what I mean? You. Yes, I do, and yeah. I agree with you that that population is not relevant, and I Correct. also agree that the inclusion of that population uh, as, you know, we recognize these as tax filers, I think creates probably a higher perception of compliance than may actually. Exactly. Right. And that is also, correct. And, and the other thing too, is there a lot, oftentimes their companies doing their compliance work for them. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, group, yeah. People, so, oh I yeah. Hey, you're coming. We'll just take care of it. And you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, um, they don't even understand what the issues are. Yeah. Um, correct. So yeah. talk- the reason for that, if I can just add something to sure. that, okay, which I think is important to recognize, is that, you know, if we're looking at short-term Americans abroad, their whole financial center of gravity is in the U.S. tax system, okay? They're not trying to, yeah. you know, map out their retirement planning. No, no, right. Yeah, they don't have those issues, right. Financial planning. So I, th- I think that, yeah. I think they're irrelevant, basically, for our discussion. And I, I almost think that, yeah, I'm going to go this far. I think the inclusion of them in the discussion uh, destabilizes the discussion, and and it makes it. Seem I agree. The problem is not as bad as it really. Well, is. and this is the, and the, I mean, because if you ask someone who spent you know two years in Switzerland working for Microsoft or something like that, like, well, what did you think of you know what did you think of the U.S. tax code, and you know how wasn't it hard to do? No, it was, it was fine. I don't know why people have such a problem with it. Right. You know, so that's 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 because they're not they're not hit with the, the, the multitude of things of the long term planning of having financial products, having the gall to have financial right. products also at the U.S. I want to talk about the third group, those looking to escape citizenship taxation. Members of this group are concerned with solving their specific problem. For example, they want the taxation of capital gains on principal residence, PFIX, uh, CFC, foreign trust rules changed. Once that issue is solved, they believe their problems are solved. And um, you know who I put in here too, um, escaping U.S. citizen, those who are looking to do, you know, those who are looking to get uh, the dual passport and go down that road, but it really doesn't work because you still have your citizenship taxation. So you think you're escaping and then you find out you're really not. John, can you think of some situations where people- Well, these are just people who experience the tax system in terms of a very specific irritant for them. And as long as that irritant is solved, you know, they're good to go. They don't care about the broader principle, right? So well, I would say Homeland Americans with things overseas would probably fall into this because like, well, look, I, I just have a PFIC and, you know, I just have, you know, I have, I have some mutual funds, um, you know, in Europe. I just need that fixed. And then uh, then, I, then then I'm fine because everything else I have is in the U.S. And so I think they get lumped in, too. Yeah, I think that that's and right. That dilutes it, too. You know, and then the, the whole bank account problem, right, is although I'm very sympathetic, obviously, to this issue as an issue, 
Um, it gets so much, you know, the problem is that it is not really the issue, okay? It's the problem for those specific people. The issue is, you know, the citizenship taxation generally. And, you know, for the group of people whose only real interest is getting the bank account access issue solved, I mean, you know, that's what they're doing. They're saying, I just want to escape this problem. You know, I just want to put it behind me and have the, it not really apply to me. But I don't really care particularly mm. you know, whether it applies to everybody else. So it, it's what they're doing is, you know, is they're they're getting off a sinking ship and leaving everybody else there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. Um, let's talk about the last group, those who are looking to, to oh, God, I don't know if I can say these phrase, this word together. Yeah. Oh, God, this is going to hurt. <laughs> okay, I'll try it. Improving citizenship taxation. I know. Well, this is largely, uh, you know, where the movement has been. I mean, whether it's the the holding bill, the buyer bill, uh, you know, or or things proposed by various. I mean, these are things that are proposed by advocacy groups, to be clear. Okay. Uh, You know, whether it's ACA or, 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 you know, I mean, you know, their, their issue is. Um, you know, it's terrible, yes, but I mean, how can we tweak it around the edges? And and this type of discussion usually revolves around, well, why don't we improve, you know, expand the foreign earned income exclusion, for example, right? Or why don't we let people exclude up to a higher amount of income, you know, or something like that. But I think it's extremely, it is vitally important to recognize that those people remain U.S. tax residents, okay? It's like, yeah, you're still going to remain a U.S. tax resident. We're just going to make it a little more comfortable for you or a little less uncomfortable. And, you know, and this might work for you at one stage of life, but not another, okay? It divides and conquers, right? And I think this is a very important theme that these four different categories of individuals, which I think is roughly correct, okay, roughly correct, uh, are not united around the principle. Uh, if we don't hang together, we're going to hang separately. They're not united around that at all. Right. You know, some way or another, they are focused on either improving their personal situation in a way that ignores the overall problem, or in a way that you know, improving citizenship taxation makes the overall situation perhaps a little better. You know, for generally a larger number of people and. You know, the whole problem with this movement, if there is one, is the ability to unite people around around one goal. And I think that this might be a good moment. You know, Keith was talking before this well, podcast about the issue of retirees abroad and this sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's a point that I wanted to bring up, which plays into point number three and point number four. And I'll just use an example because I've been getting a lot of this lately. And it seems to be that France is the particular example is that American retirees who move to and I'll just use France who move to France um, benefit from the U.S. France tax treaty where CBT works for them where rbt would be detrimental to them so they're not really a proponent of supporting rbt and so what i don't understand with that and this is where i need your collectively john anthony your expertise i would think that if rbt was implemented these tax treaties would be recalibrated where the american retiree would not be harmed financially 
am I correct or am I off base? Um, it's something that needs to be addressed because there is concern with that population. Yeah, well, well, here's the thing. And, and this is sort of just what, 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 what I would think of immediately is like, well, what if you, you know, in, in France, you're thinking it's like, okay, well, we're going to give a special here. Here's someone living in, in France. Okay. They're doing yeah. everything in France. We got to give them a special tax rate. It's like, well, no offense, but if you're living in France, you pay the French taxes. And why are you, you want to be there? You want to be there? Then you pay the French taxes, and I don't think it's you know I don't think you should be entitled to the both. Well, I want to live in France, but pay a lower lower tax rate. It's like, well, which one is it? You know, like well, I that's the question. But I don't. Right. But I so want my the, special. So I think that's the thing. So that sounds like that group would be. So how do we adversary. get that? You're right, not. So, They're the adversary. Yeah. So how do we? I mean, how do we get that group to support? Why the would overall that? United's principle is there, and, and that's what I don't know because I'm not into the nuts and bolts of the tax code and so forth. So, is there a way? I, to think, bring there, I, think, I think there is, and I, I think it's really just a lack of understanding here. I mean, so I have heard this sort of, uh, oh my god, we don't want to end the you know, we don't want to move to RBT because it hurts retirees abroad, you know, all, all the time. Yeah. I, think it, I think it's completely wrong. And let me explain. First of all, let me explain why retirees abroad are concerned. Okay. The reason they're concerned is that, you know, their income sources are from the U.S. and they're taxed under the current regime, which means they're pro probably paying less U.S. tax on income like Social Security or perhaps pension income, U.S. pension income. And then they would if they were taxed as non-resident aliens. As non-resident aliens, they're taxed generally um, well at a different rate, a default rate of 30% generally. Usually that's reduced by treaty, et cetera. But their their issue is that, you know, all of a sudden they would definitely be taxed as non-resident aliens and therefore this would hurt them. And and of course, you know, all that matters is them, right? You know, I mean, which really, I, I find, I, I'm going to be clear, I find that personally very offensive, okay? You know, the whole notion that the U.S. tax system should be set up so people can retire abroad, you know, is, is really offensive. Uh, yeah, I'll say it again. But, but the thing is, it doesn't matter because every proposal that I've seen to transition uh, from citizenship taxation to residence-based taxation requires that those doing the transitioning take specific steps to do so, right? You know, to toggle the switch to the new system. And all those people do is just not toggle the switch. You know, they just, you know, and this is what goes on in most other countries, like Canada, for example. You know, they move abroad. They remain U.S. tax residents. You know, they just keep on filing the returns uh, as resident Americans, right? I mean, there's nothing about anything that's been proposed that would preclude that and everything that has been proposed specifically does propose that. All right. You know, that would, that would have to be an opt-in provision, uh, you know, for those who are already in the, you know, the current citizenship taxation system. So that's part one. Part two, let me address the comments about the treaty. Um, yeah. I mean, the U S France tax treaty is really extraordinary and, and there's an interesting history to it that I'm not going to bore you with, but it is interesting. Um, but the, the thing about it is that, no, I don't think it needs to be recalibrated because, uh, again, I should have read this before our podcast, David. My memory of this is that the trigger for 
the benefit, which is that uh, basically France is not going to impose uh, taxation on U.S. source income is U.S. citizenship. Okay, I think it's U.S. citizenship. U.S. citizens living in France, U.S. citizens living in France. Now, that's a different issue from what, you know, what kind of tax system the U.S. has. You're still a U.S. citizen living in France, right? So I think you would still right. benefit of that particular thing. So, no, I do not agree with all these people who are putting up all these all these issues here. I think these are excuses, and I think that, no, I really believe the only way to get change here is for all people subject to this, whether personally affected or not, or if personally affected in what way they're affected, every individual subject to this to unite in favor of the principle that the United States has got to stop taxing people based on the circumstances of their birth and join the club, you know, of every other country that taxes them based on the circumstances of life. In other words, sever citizenship from any definition of tax residency. But, you know, I've got to say to you that that is the one thing, that is the one thing <laughs> that these groups and people will not do. No, we will not ask for that. Well, I don't understand why. I don't understand. Well, and I just want to, I, I think maybe I can do, well, I think I, I misspoke. Um, because I said, you know, that the, the retirees are adversaries and it's like, well, and uh, ignorant they are, but when they know the truth, no, they should be under our umbrella. Um, so when they're, you know, and I think there might be intentional, you know, miscommunications to, you know, as you say here, you know, um, your, your, your quote here to end this, John is pretty good. Americans abroad have divided and conquered each other. And, and I would say Americans in the U S have a part of that as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah absolutely. So all Americans, we have divided and conquered each other with our tax code that no one wants. There's not, and this is always, you know, one of my, one of my sayings here is that you can't find anyone in the world, not one person in the world who agrees that the U S tax code is perfect the way it is. You cannot. Everyone has an idea for an improvement. Everyone does. Therefore, no one actually wants what we have. But yet, here it is. And it's that dividing and conquered and not thinking strategically, getting, you know, and being ignorant. Now, this is one thing I would say for audience and, and people I would who, who, well, what do I do? What do I do? One of the things to do is continue to listen and continue to research. You know, your fear, doubt, and anxiety is going to be caused by one thing, a lot of ignorance. And you know what? You can handle bad news. We all can handle bad news. We all can handle uncertainty. When we know what's going on with something we can address, it's when it spirals out of control because we believe one thing and it's like, okay, that's going to mean this, this, and this, and we go off the ledge. So yeah. one of the greatest things you can do is truly educate yourself on this. And being on this channel is one of the best things you can do as we go through it to explain exactly what it is. And one of the, one of the joys you have too. You know, one of the joys you have of, of, of being a subscribing to this channel is you know what's going to happen. And when you see it happen, you're like, oh, I know what that is. And you're not confused. You know why. You know why the bad news is happening. You're not acting like, oh, my God, why did that happen? No, there's a reason. Um, there's a reason why it's happening. And the division, unfortunately, is one big thing that we all can't sit together. It's like, well, who actually voted for this? I want to know. I want to know who actually voted for this. And as I go through the history, it's no one. No one <laughs> voted for this because if we did, there would be that one person who would be happy. And, and again, and if you are that one person who is a person who is happy with the U.S. income tax below, please leave that in the comment below. We want to hear from you. Um, yeah. But but no one, 
No one thinks the tax code is perfect. So how could that be? How could we have a law not one person in the world would say, yep, I stand by this 100%. Well, one reason is because you could never understand it, but uh, there's too much to know. And then the law isn't the law. The regulations might be the law or a web page may be a law. Who knows what it is? Um, so, gentlemen, concluding remarks. Keith, what are your concluding remarks to this? Oh, boy. I, you know, I'm going to sound like a broken record is that we need to get behind one united principle. That's and, what needs to be done. Otherwise, you know, we keep doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Mm, mm. And the paradigm needs to be changed that everybody gets behind severing U.S. citizenship from tax residency. Full stop. Right That's on. it. Right That's on. it. John, your concluding remarks. Keith, I, I think that's a great idea. I guess my concluding remark, <laughs> would be, I think that, you know, there's this old, great old song. Maybe you want to add this to the video. Uh, it's a really old song. Uh, is there a band called Brotherhood of Man or something? Anyway, it's a song yeah, called United right? We Stand. Oh, United yeah, yeah, Stand yeah, yeah. oh yeah. yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I, I think that, that might be that might be a decent theme song. But for those who are, you know, more interested in history and presidents, like you, Anthony, uh, remember, okay, if we don't hang together, we will hang separately. And I think that was Benjamin Franklin. Excellent. All right. Well, are we, uh, do we have to, are we going to hit another, uh, Absolutely. What's, our next, what's our next one going to be on? Well, you know, the, uh, the, uh, statistics came out for who renounced us citizenship. Oh, American yeah. expat financial wrote a good article on it. And, you know, I thought maybe we could uh, do a bit of clarification on what that name and shameless really means and, you know, who's supposed to be on it and who's not. Yeah, right. On. All right. Yeah. Helen wrote a great, a great article. Yeah, that's the next one for that. Let's so this is Anthony Parent for IRS Benick. Uh, keep an eye out for our next video. We're going to be talking about the name and shameless and some really kind of crazy things the government does. Thanks again for watching.